Hey there, I'm Becky and welcome to the Literary Escapes podcast. Today on the podcast, we are going to take some literary escapes. I've got several books for you, so buckle up and don't worry about packing your bags. I've got you covered. Today I'm going to share with you the books that we are reading in my book club this month and share what our destination is. Each month in the book club, I choose a new destination and two books that go, that take us to that destination. And we read those, discuss those, and meet at least one of the authors. So, and I like to share with you the books that, all the books that I looked at in trying to find the books for book club, because some of them are pretty awesome. I just didn't choose. So that's what I've got for you today. We are going to historic England and London. And so all the books that I have for you today are set in historic and historic will mean a few different things in here. Let's jump into the books and I'll let you know what I've got for you this month. So the books that didn't make book club, let me share with you what I what I try to find when I look for books for book club. I like books that have either a hopeful or happy ending. I like I try to find books that are written by women. I don't always do that, but um, I try to find books that are written by women. I try to find books that are easily accessible, whether um, inexpensive on Amazon Kindle or you know I, if I can find them in my library, I figure most people probably can. So those are the things that I try to find and they need to be engaging. If they don't draw me in within the first couple chapters, I typically don't stick with them and I won't choose them for book club. So those are what I try and look for. Let's jump into the books that I did not choose for book club. The first one is one that I read, gosh, I guess a couple years ago. I chose the third or fourth book in this series as a book for, um, it wasn't even the book club at that point. It was just a, a group that I had on Facebook. And I can't even remember now where we went to in the book, but I didn't realize at the time that it was the, like I said, third or fourth in a series. And thankfully, well, thankfully, there was like 15 books in this series and I wound up going back and reading them all. And I'm at the point now where I'm waiting, um, anticipating the next one. So this is a historic fiction or historic mystery set in 1932 London. And the series is called Royal Spidus. It is by Reese Bowen. And the first book in the series is called Her Royal Spidus. So here's what this one's about. It's London, 1932. Lady Victoria Georgiana Charlotte Eugenie, 34th in line for the English throne, is flat broke. She's bolted Scotland, her greedy brother, and her fish-faced betrothed. London is a place where she'll experience freedom, learn life lessons aplenty, do a bit of spying for the HRH, oh, and find a dead Frenchman in her tub. Now, her new job is to clear up, clear her long family name. This book, um, this is a really fun, it's kind of a cozy mystery, I guess. And Lady Georgiana, or Georgie as she's called in the book, is... Um, she finds a guy dead in her tub and has to clear her family name. I think her brother is accused of the murder. 
And because of the timing, 1932 London, she is unable to go out and get a regular job. So she is having to figure out how to live by herself in a world that doesn't support women living by themselves, women getting jobs, especially women who are part of the royal family. And so it's a lot of fun. And the series winds up taking us all around Europe in the 1930s. And so it's a lot of fun. If you enjoy a good historical mystery, I highly recommend this series. The second book I've got for you today, it is called The Rose Code by author Kate Quinn. This is a historical fiction, World War II history, 1940. And it is set in the country estate called Bletchley Park. And so here's the blurb on this one. As England prepares to fight the Nazis, three very different women answer the call to mysterious country estate, Blakely Park, where the best minds in Britain train to break German military codes. Vivacious debutante, Asla, is the girl who has everything, beauty, wealth, and the dashing Prince Philip of Greece sending her roses. But she burns to prove herself as more than a society girl and puts her fluent German to use as a translator of decoded enemy secrets. Imperious self-made mad, product of East End London poverty, works the legendary code-breaking machines as she conceals old wounds and looks for a socially advantageous husband. Both Asla and Mab are quick to see the potential in a local village spinster Beth whose shyness conceals a brilliant facility with puzzles. And soon, Beth spreads her wings as one of the park's few female cryptanalysis, but war, loss, and the impossible pressure of secrecy will tear the three apart. 1947, as the royal wedding of Prince Elizabeth and Prince Philip whips post-war Britain into a fever, three friends turn, turned enemies are reunited by a mysterious encrypted letter. The key to which lies buried in the long ago betrayal that destroyed their friendship and left one of them confined to an asylum. A mysterious traitor has emerged from the shadows of Bletchley Park Path. And now, Oslo, Mab, and Beth must resurrect their old alliance and crack one last code together. But each petal they remove from the Rose Code brings danger and their true enemy closer. So if you like a good World War II mystery, um, this sounds like it'll be a really good one. And this is by author Kate Quinn, um, 1940, England. Third book is one that we read in book club last month. And if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It is called The Last Bookshop in London by Madeline Martin. This is another World War II fiction, historic fiction. And it is set in 1939, London. It is, let's see, London prepares for war as Hitler sweeps across Europe. Grace Bennett has always dreamed of moving to the city, but the bunkers and drawn curtains that she finds on her arrival are not what she expected. And she certainly never imagined that she'd end up working at Primrose Hill, a dusty old bookshop nestled in the heart of London. Through blackouts and air raids as the blitz intensifies, Grace discovers the power of storytelling to unite her community in ways she never dreamed, a force that triumphs over even the darkest war. 
this was one of my favorite books that I read. And it, um, it shows a different piece of the war than I that than I had read before. And um, just the power, like it says, the power of storytelling and the importance of books. And I don't know, it's just like a love letter to reading and to books. And so The Last Bookshop in London by Madeline Martin, highly recommend if you haven't read it yet. My fourth one is a classic. You may have read it already. If you haven't, um, again, I highly recommend it. It's a Jane Austen book, Sense and Sensibility. This is 1800s England, London. And this is my favorite Jane Austen book. I know most people gravitate to Pride and Prejudice, but I enjoy this one. I think it's fun and really shows some of Jane Austen's sense of humor. And I don't know, I just think the characters are enjoyable. So um, if you haven't read it yet, here's what this one's about. Sense and Sensibility tells the story of the Dashwood sisters, Eleanor and Marianne, who upon the death of their father are left reduced to, in reduced circumstances to live in the country estate, a distant relative. So we've got Eleanor, Marianne, and their little sister and mom. And they are, you know, these girls have grown up in the fabulous estate, the Dashwood estate, and because of how the laws work back in the 1800s, the estate is given to his son by another woman, not to his current family. So they are booted out by the new um, owners and have to go into the country to live at a cottage. And so at Barton Park, the Dashwood sisters engage in romances with the Edward, with the reserved Edward Ferrars, the dashing yet fickle Mr. Willoughby, and the gentlemanly Colonel Brandon, and eventually find the fulfillment of their romantic yearnings. So this is just a fun one. It, it, again, it's a classic. If you haven't read Jane Austen, I think this one. It's certainly not the one that most people gravitate to, but that's okay. So now I'm going to tell you um, what I've chosen for book club. The first one, I do two books each month, a book of the month and then a companion book. They are both set in the same destination. That's what um, unites them, but they tend to be different genres and different um, styles. Of books. So the first one, the companion book is called The Jane Austen Project by Kathleen A. Flynn. And this one is so different. It is a, I guess, science fiction because it has time travel in there, but yet it's a historic fiction because it's, they go back to 1815 and um, they have a mission to find something from Jane Austen. So let me read the blurb on this London, 1850. Two travelers, Rachel Katzman and Liam Finucane, arrive in a field in rural England, disheveled and weighted down with hidden money. Turned away at a nearby inn, they are forced to travel by coach all night to London. They are not what they seem, but rather colleagues who have come back in time from a technologically advanced future, posing as wealthy West Indies planters, a doctor and his spinster sister. While Rachel and Liam aren't the first team 
from the future to go back. Their mission is by far the most audacious. Meet, befriend, and steal from Jane Austen herself. Carefully selected, rigor rigorously trained by the Royal Institute for Special Topics in Physics, disaster relief Dr. Rachel and actor-turned-scholar Liam have little in common besides the extraordinary circumstances they find themselves in. Circumstances that call for Rachel to stifle her independent nature and let Liam take the lead as they infiltrate Austin's circle via her favorite brother, Henry. But diagnosing Jane's fatal illness and obtaining an unpublished novel hinted at in her letters pose enough of a challenge without continuous convolutions of living a lie. While her friendship with Jane deepens and her relationship with Liam grows complicated, Rachel fights to reconcile the woman she is with the proper lady 19th century society expects her to be. As their portal to the future prepares to close, Rachel and Liam struggle with their directive to leave history intact exactly as they found it. However, heartbreaking having proved. So if you'd like a good sci-fi historical fiction book, um, check out Jane, and especially if you're a Jane Austen fan, I find it fascinating, quite frankly. Um, I'm rereading re this one right now, and I don't know, I'm really enjoying it. I find that the idea of going back and meeting Jane Austen in her world, um, instead of just knowing her from her books and her letters, is such a fascinating idea. So, um, this one is The Jane Austen Project by Kathleen A. Flynn. So check that one out if you haven't read it yet. The next one is the book of the month that I've chosen for the book club. And it is called The Botanist's Guide to Parties and Poisons. And this is by new author Kate Kavari. And this one is a historical mystery. And... It was just a ton of fun. I read it several months ago. It just came out last, I, I think in June of this year. So um, I got to read a early copy of it and absolutely fell in love with it. So it's got a really fun, strong female main character. She is ahead of her time. Uh, you know, it's 1923's London and she is much more than women at that time were expected to be. And I find that a lot of fun. So let me read the blurb on this one. Newly minted research assistant Saffron Everly is determined to blaze a new trail at the University College London. But with her colleagues' beliefs about women's academics, inabilities, and not so subtle hints that her deceased father's reputation paved her way into the botany department, she feels stymied at every turn. When she attends a dinner party for the school, she expects to engage in conversation about the university's large expedition to the Amazon. What she doesn't expect is for Mrs. Henry, one of the professor's wives, to drop the, to the floor poisoned by an unknown topic. Dr. Maxwell, Saffron's mentor, is the main suspect and evidence mounts quickly. Joined by fellow researcher and potential romantic interest, Alexander Ashton, Saffron uses her knowledge of botany as she explores steamy greenhouses, dark gardens, and deadly places to clear Maxwell's name. So 
Will she be able to uncover the, uncover the truth or will her investigation land her on the murderer's list? So this is a fun book. It's got lots of interesting characters and I don't know. I just really enjoyed um, the main character, Saffron Everly. And the fact that this is the first in a series, um, I find that pretty exciting. So um, this one is called The Botanist Guide to Parties and Poisons. So that is what we are doing in book club this month. We are in historical England, historical London, and there are some great books out there set in this time frame. Obviously, there's a whole lot more books set in this time frame in historic England, historic London. If you have some that you really enjoy that I didn't mention, put them in the comments. I'd love to see what they are and add them to my list. If you read one of these and enjoyed it, I would love to hear about that. Um, you can join me over in the Literary Escape community on Facebook. I'd be happy to hear what you have to say. So that is it for this week. And I hope you grab one of these books and enjoy it. I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me. I'd love to have you come over and join me either in the book club, which is the Literary Escape Book Club. And I will put a link in the show notes or in my Facebook group, which is Literary Escapes Community. If you're into traveling the world through your books, then we are the place to be. I'd love to see you. Have a great day and we'll see you next week.